Welcome on in, DJ and PK coming at you on this Tuesday morning, March 3rd. Thanks for joining us. A whole lot of stuff to get to this morning. 8 o'clock, former BYU basketball coach Dave Rowe is going to join us in studio for two hours. Stay tuned for that as conference basketball obviously is heating up. NCA March Madness is just around the corner. It already is March, obviously. And we got some football. Let's talk some football. Of course, we got the Jazz. We'll get to that. And they beat Cleveland, as we expected. And Utah BYU held their media availability yesterday. So let's start it. Let's go up on the hill, and let's hear from Kyle Whittingham. How did Phil be out there today, first day of spring? It was good. You know, it was a short off season. It was a couple months, almost exactly a couple months uh, since we were, uh, we were playing. And so it's good to get back out here. Um, it's nice to have the offense in the second year, so there's not uh, that learning curve that we were facing last year. Uh, a lot of opportunity for new guys on defense. Uh, a lot of opportunity, so that'll be interesting to see how, how that shakes out. And uh, a lot of those battles won't be determined until fall camp because we've got some good players coming that uh, aren't here yet. But uh, for the first day, I thought we uh, things went, went smoothly and uh, got a lot of work done. And, and, uh, a lot more of the same tomorrow, very similar type of practice. Then on uh, Thursday, we'll put the pads on and, and uh, start to see some uh, you know, real football at that point. Anything that stood out from the uh, quarterback trips? Uh, Cam Rising had a very good day. Uh, you know, I think uh, just at first glance, he had the, the probably the best day of the QBs. It's just one day, but, but he looked pretty sharp today. Do you think that's more because Andy's had him under his, his grasp a little bit? Yeah, it bit, could or? be. You know, Jake's still thinking a little bit. He's, he's still digesting the offense. And Drew Lisk was, was really good. You know, he knows the offense inside and out. So, so like I said, I won't put a lot of stock in it right now, but but it was good to see uh, Cam come out and, and uh, do the things he did today. How um, different is it? Let's oh, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. Kyle, is it tough to glean anything really from the QBs until you get in full pads and, and people are in their face? Well, you can see some things, but you don't get a you know a 100% accurate read until exactly what you just said, until they're under fire and they got a pass rush uh, coming at them. And uh, that's when you really start to see decision-making and, and uh, repetitive accuracy and those type of things show up. Well, the last couple of years, you've had a lot of consistency, veteran guys. Now, you've got a lot you talked about in defense. I mean, how is it harder to kind of retool the, the spring practices knowing that? Uh, well, what do you mean retool? Well, I guess just knowing that you have veterans there can kind of help these younger Spring's obviously to help a lot of these younger guys anyways. Right. But, Right, yeah, on defense, it's, it's a competitive situation. There's, you know, we lost, what, nine starters on D? I want to stay. We just have Devin and, uh, and Mika coming back. Yeah, so we lost nine starters. So, like I said, a lot of opportunity. And uh, got uh, some really talented guys, as I mentioned before, coming in the fall that will add to that. You know, we'll just have to wait until that to solidify things. How about the opportunities for the running backs with a bell cow like Zach gone? Yeah. A, lot, a lot of carries Wide up open for there. grabs. Wide open there. Jordan Wilmore and, and uh, Devin Brumfield and T.J. Green. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys vying for those, uh, going to be vying for those carries, and, and uh, it should be an interesting, interesting battle as well. Does your job with the running backs get more complicated or less complicated with DHC no longer in the mix? Uh, well, it takes one guy out of the mix, and you know, so I, I, would, I don't know if it's more or less, but it certainly uh, puts the focus on fewer guys, you know, one fewer guy than what we have. So, uh, oh, pers- personnel, we have a couple personnel uh, announcements. Um, Dante Banton and Sione Lund are both at this time suspended from the team indefinitely uh, working through some things. And uh, whether they get reinstated or not, 
will be uh, determined at a later time. And then uh, Max Defoul, uh, Max Defoul, Max Depay, he won't be with us this spring. Uh, he's going to get some personal things squared away. And uh, we, we hope for his return, but that's uh, in question. So, so those three guys uh, you won't see uh, potentially for the entirety of spring, but we'll see what happens. Speaking of personnel, when did Kane Savage finally get here? Uh, Kane got here about uh, seven, eight days ago and uh, just under the wire to get uh, involved in spring ball. Had a few uh, days to work out, and he's still out of shape, but it's great to have him here. And another uh, you know, very good athlete in the secondary. First impressions of Mark Phillips. I mean, why were you so excited that he chose Utah? Well, we were so excited. He's a heck of a player. He's, a, he's got a lot of ability. He was a very highly recruited kid out of high school. And what we've seen so far has been very good. He was outstanding in the uh, the winter conditioning as far as the the uh, you know the drills we had him in, the change of direction drills, and all those type of things. And he showed up pretty good today. He's got a lot to learn, obviously. He still should be in high school, but uh, we think he's got a very bright future. Kyle, are Sione and Dante suspension due to violation of team rules? Uh, yeah. yeah. Kyle, this is off topic, but it came out before the combine that Jalen was playing most of the season with a torn right labrum. My question is, um, did that happen before the fourth game, and if so, was redshirting on the table? Uh, redshirting was never really on the table. That wasn't discussed. He wanted to play through it, and uh, of course the medical staff gave me okay to do that. So he just wanted to, to uh, you know, have as good a junior season as he possibly could, and then, and then uh, deal with the situation, the injury afterwards. Does that make the season that he had even more remarkable that he played most of it hurt? To me, it does. Yeah, he's a, he's a true warrior. He's a guy that is competitive and uh, gives you everything he's got. And uh, you know, we're just grateful that we had him in the program for the time we did. Thanks, Jeff. Okay, run. Very good. I mean, Ryan's a 429 official. Yeah, which was, uh, what, second best, second, third best this year? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I don't think that's any surprise. I mean, he's, he's, that's his strong suit, his uh, speed. He certainly showed up well in the combine. That was Kyle Whittingham. Now, the big story in camp, well, there's several big stories for Utah's camp for sure. Right now, they've got what we got, what we're calling a quarterback battle. You've got... Jake Bentley and Cam Rising. These two young men are battling it out to see who's going to be the starting quarterback for the University of Utah. First, let's let you hear from Jake Bentley. Yeah, it feels great. It feels great. It feels great to be here. It feels great just to be back on the field again. And it feels good just to get out here and, 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 and do what I love doing. What are your expectations for yourself this spring? I, I think first and foremost this spring is, you know, to, to continue to kind of get back into it, you know, it's been a while. It's been first since first game of the year that I've, that I've been out here. So uh, you know, it feels good, like I said, to be back. So uh, just continue to progress, continue to get a full grasp of the offense, the ins and outs. Just uh, really trying to grasp what Coach Lovelick wants to do on offense and uh, just really keep, get better every day. How has that come along, your, your relationship with Coach Ludwig and, and your understanding of the offense? Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. We meet, uh, we, we meet pretty much all the time, uh, and especially when I first got here, just going over everything. Um, like I said, all the nuances and, and, and all the little things about the offense that, that a quarterback need to, needs to know. So um, got all that down and just really trying to continue to learn it with, with live reps and not just – on the, on the board. How does it compare with other offenses you may run in the past? You know, uh, it's, a little, it's a little different. Um, it's a little different, but that's that's kind of one of the reasons why you know I wanted to come here. 
uh, with Coach Ludwig, knowing how uh, prolific his offenses have been in the past and uh, just the preparation for the for the next level. Um, but, yeah, just, just knew how successful that Coach Ludwig's offenses are, and, and that's why I came. You bring over SEC experience, playing against some of the best teams in the nation. How's that going to help? Even though you haven't played in a little while, uh, do you feel like you just picked up right where you left off? Um, a, little, a little bit. I think I think mentally more than physically, kind of physically getting back into it um, with, with guys trying to come sack me. Um, but luckily I'm wearing the white jersey, so I'll be good. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think just that experience, that, that knowledge of, of just seeing all type of different defenses in the SEC and, and uh, really just using that to my advantage out here and just uh, continuing to use that. Cam was obviously integral in kind of talking to you as part of the recruiting processes. It was, did that seem weird to kind of have a friendship with this guy like that immediately in, in terms of a guy that you're competing with? You know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think that's a very common misconception about, mm-hmm. you know, any, any college football team, NFL, high school, whatever, of guys that are competing that they don't have to be friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's kind of one of the first things I noticed about the quarterback room is, is that's really close. It's really close. And, uh you know, it, it's been really fun to get to know those guys and uh, to, to really get close with them. For Utah fans that didn't follow you at South Carolina, how would you describe your, your strengths? Like, what do you bring to the quarterback position? You know, I, I think I think at the end of the day, I just want to win. Just want to win and get it done however, you know, however I can, you know, whatever that is. As, as long as we have more points on the school board than in the team, I, I've done my job. So, and, that, and that's what I want to do for, uh, for Utah. What was the biggest reason why you decided to come here? Uh, you probably could have gone to a, a multitude of different schools. Was it the opportunity to play right away or play? To well, I mean, I, I think that had part of it, but I think just uh, want something different. You know, been in the southeast my whole life. Um, just kind of wanted to, to come experience, you know, a different, a different culture, a different environment. Um, and I, I told Coach Coach Whittingham when I came here, I said I wanted to grow as a person and, and grow as a football, football player. And so I really think uh, that Utah was the best place for that. That was Jake Bentley. Coming up next, Cam Rising. He is had a good day, according to Kyle. He had a better day than uh, Bentley, maybe because he's been in the program for over a year, and Bentley's just been in the program for a few weeks. And so Bentley's got some time to process stuff. Cam Rising can put what he's already processed into action because he's been under the tutelage of offense coordinator Andy Ludwig for over a year. All right, Cam Rising. How was it first day of spring here? Huh? It was good. Everything was going, going smooth. Receivers were catching the ball. The line was blocking well. It was good. How do you look at this quarterback competition? What do, what do you want to accomplish in spring? It's still so early. Um, when it comes to competing for the first starting spot, it's not really my focus for the spring. My focus is just to be uh, go ahead and start and be a better player every day and get better, make sure I'm watching film and just doing what I need to do. Is there a certain comfort level here just because you, you know, you've been working with Andy now for over a year? Absolutely. I mean, and being in the box with him and just seeing how he operates and how he calls things and that definitely has given me an advantage when it comes to just going through plays and stuff. What was it like being in the box, you know, those few times working with him, seeing how he operates? Yeah, it was like watching film up there. I was like, I was, I was, I was shocked. I was, I was really shocked, and, and it was really a great experience. I, I, I really still look back on it today and still think, think back to all the plays that I can remember just because I was watching it, watching TV, go back to the game. Remember how many times you did that last season? Uh, Roughly. Every home game. You look like you and Jake are getting along, pounding around. Oh, yeah. how, how, how well do you know him? How well are you getting to know him? Um, I was I was there on his on his official over here, and we just got to know each other. And it's been a, been a good relationship ever since. It's been, it's been good. You're getting to run with the, the ones now. How are the weapons that you have on the outside looking? 
pretty unlimited. That's a pretty deep group right there. I cannot lie to you. They, we got a little bit of everything right, right in that group. It's, it's, it's going good over there. Can you maybe go identify a couple standouts? I know you've got Britton Covey who's an All-American oh, freshman as a freshman, but uh, some of the other guys can maybe kind of show themselves in the screen. I might have to name every single guy in the whole time receiver. <laughs> I'd say Tyrone, uh, Covey, Brian Thompson, yes, uh, Samson, Solo, JD, uh, Vele. It's just a long list. I mean, I can, I can go on and on about that, that group right there. It's got to be exciting, though, for you. Last year you knew you couldn't play running the scouts, and now you're here for the reason you came here, right? Absolutely. I mean, especially going against such a good defense, it's definitely got me prepared for this year, especially because we're going to be running our old plays again. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely been, been beneficial to have that experience. How are you and Jake and Drew all going to push each other this way? Iron sharpens iron, so I mean, just just fly around and play play some some beautiful American football and just whatever happens happens. But you know, that's, that's how we're going to go. You're going to go with American football. American football. Okay, absolutely. that's good. That's yeah, good. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of soccer. Well. Yeah. There you go. That is the Utah contingent for spring practice. When we come back. We're going to do BYU, right? It's all about uh, even Steven. It's equal time, I think they call it, in the political world. All right, BYU, coming up next. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280, The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. Thanks for joining us, DJ and PK. I am PK. DJ's off today. And talk some Utah football. We already talked them. Now we're going to talk some BYU football. Let you hear from the boss man himself, Kalani Sataki. Here's Kalani Sataki yesterday after BYU's first spring practice. All right. How you guys doing? This is your favorite part of starting. I know, spring, especially isn't it? the extreme oh, yeah. close ups. That's yeah, my exactly. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What questions do you guys have Thoughts for me? Thoughts on first day? Getting out there? Yeah, really going. good day. I thought, uh, you know, the guys worked really hard. You can tell we have a lot of. Uh, uh, veterans, guys, have had a lot of experience, so um, you know I think they're they're leading the way, and, and it showed a little bit today. And, and not a lot of missed assignments. Um, obviously, got a lot of work to go, but I was just really pleased with how far along our guys are, and, and probably the uh, the fact that there's a lot of upperclassmen coming back, and guys that had uh, valuable ex- uh, playing experience time would would be a huge benefit for us as a team. Go over some of the goals, just what you want to accomplish over the next four weeks. Yeah, we got a. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we want to get as many guys ready to play, and then um, there's competition uh, in a lot of different spots, and so we, we need to see guys compete and, and win spout, spots outright, and if not, then that will carry on into the fall. So that's probably the, the main goal that I have as a head coach. How would you describe the quarterback competition, if, if, that, if you would phrase it that way, going into spring? Uh, healthy and strong. So the guys are, are doing good, and they are a lot of experience, so I expect a lot from those guys. I think they should be... Uh, they, I know they expect a lot from themselves, so uh, we'll see how, how it carries over. I think we have a, a solid defense to contend for, with them and, and make things really difficult, but uh, I, I have a lot of confidence in, in all, the, all the quarterbacks on our on our roster. Is that starting quarterback job up, up for grabs going into spring? Yeah, every every job is, so um, no one's safe. That's how it works. 
um, as evenly as possible. There's enough. There's enough to go around. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll have enough reps for guys to to show what they can do. What is Chaz Allius' status? Yeah, love Chaz. Um, obviously, the uh, you know we um, he's on part of the team and he's here, but he's not going to be participating in spring. And pretty much, uh, he's got to go through a process, you know. And, and uh, that's probably the most I can say right now at this point. And I think it'd be inappropriate for me to say any more than that. But that we love him and and we'll support him as much as we can. Talk about going through that process because you dealt with the meal and mm-hmm. just these types of things. I mean, kids make mistakes. What's it like with, as you deal with things like that? Or well, we have a, we have a certain standard that we that we follow here, and, and that's um, you know ours is a little bit different than than um, most teams. But when it comes to something like that, that's that's uh, pretty much universal. You know, for us, it's it's a matter of uh, helping the young men, and, and football is not the most important thing at, at this moment right now. It's to help them and. And help them find their goals and be get it back on track with their family uh, want them to be, you know. So um, we've we've talked about our standard and our expectations when it comes to recruiting, and and we're up front with a lot of recruits. And and um, you know, even with that being said, uh, you know, I think I think uh, consequences are part of the deal. But I also believe that when when guys are doing well, you praise them as much as they as they're accomplishing a lot of things. And so we have a certain standard that comes with academics on the field and definitely off the field in, in their their lifestyle. So. Uh, we believe, expect him to do that. I don't believe Neil's suited up today. Is, is he going to participate in spring practice? Yeah, he will. And it's just, uh, it's actually just, um, I don't know what the best way to say it. It's just like a paperwork deal. So it's unfortunate because I know he was really excited to get on the field and I think he had something to do with insurance or something like that. So that's probably more um, the training room and all that. All, all we know is that we are compliant with all the rules, school and, and NCAA. And, and uh, I think he'll be ready to go tomorrow, though. But it, it was just that. It has nothing else to do but other than that. How soon do you expect to have your running back position coach filled? Um, as soon as we can, yeah. I think we have a lot of good candidates, and I think it's important that we um, you know, work with it and, and do our best to, to make sure that that spot's filled with the right person and the right fit. And so a lot of good quality candidates, and uh, we'll keep working with that. In the meantime, Harvey Ullman is going to be running the room, and he'll do that in, in uh you know, in conjunction with Grimey and A-Rod and the rest of the group. Is he a candidate for the Of course, yeah, yep. definitely. Can you, speak about, can you speak about Neil and just kind of the process he's gone through? Over yeah, the past really proud years? of him, and, and, and he's done some really good things. Obviously, there's still some work to go, you know, and I know athletically he wants to accomplish a lot of different things, and um, I'm just really proud of the things that he's done in this, in this past year and, and really excited that he can uh, get back on the field and play and, and contribute to this team. Uh, a lot like what he's been doing in, in with us in society the last uh, in the community of the last year. He's, I've been really proud of the steps that he's made and the um, you know just the, the things that he's been able to do to to help out and and be more educated on it and then also sharing his experience with others. You had hinted that there might be some assignment changes among your staff. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what those are? Um, yeah, but I probably won't right now. So <laughs> we're working hard, and, and the guys are working well, and um, we're doing a lot of different things. But yeah, I, I offense mean, offense or defense? All three phases. You're forgetting special teams. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you guys know more as we go along. It's just one thing I can do to hold over you guys' heads. But yeah, what's been ahead. the best part about getting back on the field with your guys? Oh, just football, man. I, I've been really excited uh, just to. You know, obviously the season didn't end the way we wanted it to, and there's some things that didn't go throughout the season like we wanted to, and our goals were uh, not accomplished. And so we have an, an opportunity now to make things better, and 
there's a huge sense of urgency from our whole team, not just from the coaching staff, but the, the leaders on the team and guys wanted to do things and, 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 and perform a lot better this this fall. And so it starts, you know, started back in January and in December and been really proud of the way the guys have kind of got themselves ready and the intrinsic motivation is definitely there. So we have a bunch of leaders and guys that are taking over and um, you know, it, it's it's a it's a really good position for us to be in right now. I'm, I'm feeling really excited about it. What do you want to do with this defense to create more havoc uh, this year? Create more havoc and get more big plays and get more turnovers and yeah. So we'll have to uh, do some things to help our guys do that. I believe we have the right players and and I believe we have the right minds and and uh, we just got to put it all together, get the best eleven on the field, uh, depending on the circumstance and situation, and and create all kinds of havoc, like you said, and, and that's. I think we're good at that. So um, I think today we, we, we saw our guys really step up. Saw some guys do some things differently that they just didn't seem like freshmen and sophomores anymore. So that's a good sign for us. Will you consider a, a scheme change or your base front? Always, yeah. We're, we're considering a lot of different things. We do a lot of different things defensively. And I think we're at the place now where we can kind of adapt to our, our best person, personnel on the field. So, yeah, we're, that's always part of the, part of the plan. Lonnie, last year you really emphasized the player leadership roles, kind of really ramped that up even more. So what uh, are you doing anything different this year in spring or anything else you're emphasizing to, mm-hmm. you know, this, this season? It's all different. I mean, I, I think if, if you want to see changes and you want to see um, improvement and production, that you need to change things up. And so we've done a lot of things differently, whether it's coaching assignments, uh, position, um, you know, positions as far as personnel, where guys play. Uh, the goal is to get the best 11. I feel like we have a lot of guys there with a lot of experience, and uh, we, there's some things that we can do kind of mess around a little bit with it and, and get us in the best position to have wins. That's the key. You have a team win uh, where everybody's doing their best and, and relishing, relishing the roles that they have. All right, that was Kalani Sadaki. He's now Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has an opportunity to establish himself as the quarterback. I think he really needs to do it. He needs to have a strong spring. As you know, last year he did not play in spring because he was injured. They got injured in the season. Now it's his opportunity to seize this position. Here's Zach Wilson. How nice is it to be able to be out there for a spring ball? Yeah, it's exciting. It was a quick little offseason so far, so it's good to be back, though. Talk about today, just getting out there and throwing the ball around and being out there. Yeah, yeah, it's just good to get you know back into it. You know, I know we're not starting from uh, square one. We got a lot of experienced guys, so you know we're trying to get right back to where we left off and um, you know finish the better year. So it starts now. How big of a difference is that making? Because you said a lot of experience. There is a lot of experienced guys. How big of a difference do you see? Yeah, um, you know you don't really take a step back coming into spring ball. I think we kind of you know we jump right into the offense right from where we were and. Um, you know, the downside is that the new guys got to got to catch up. You know, I was lucky when I first got here, we started square one with the new offensive guys. And now it's, you know, we're, we're levels ahead of where we were. You're a guy that connected well with Neil two years ago when he played. What's, you know, how big of an advantage does he provide being back for you now? Yeah, super hardworking dude. Um, you know, I'm just excited for him to be back, especially he's got two years left. Um, you know, he's a threat. He's you know, you can use him in, in any angle. He's uh, gotten a lot quicker, you know, really smooth receiver. Um, he adjusts really well. I think that's uh, going to be huge to have him back on the field. Was it really cool to see him walk out there on the sideline, even though they told him, hey, you can't practice because of insurance, but yeah. he still wanted to be there? Yeah, he had the too bad of, like, the insurance thing, you know, whatever, but, um, you know, it's still good to have him out there. Um, we've been throwing a lot this off season and stuff, and, you know, I can tell he's just excited to get back into it. Um, you know, he took his break really seriously, and, you um, you know, he's learned a lot, and I know he's going to come back and have a great year. 
What expectations did A-Rod and, and Grimes set for you in this quarterback room in spring ball? Yeah, you know, just take the offense to another level, you know, be a, be a better leader, um, you know, someone that, you know, can, can uh, you know, rally the troops and um, someone that can just get us ready for battle. And I think that's uh, one of the biggest approaches I can take. And then, you know, obviously uh, as a quarterback room, um, just helping us win more games. I think that's, you know, the biggest focus. We just got to do better overall. Zach, in your mind, where are you on the depth chart at quarterback? Yeah, you know, it's uh, spring ball. So, you know, we kind of just every day is a competition. So it's uh, how we take every day. And, you know, every day it's mixing it up. And so, you know, I'm going to come out there every single day like like I'm the guy and, um, you know, uh, talk to my guys like I'm the guy just to, you know, bring that leadership presence. And, you know, that's, uh, that's up to the coaches. Last year it seemed like the theme was explosive plays. Is there a theme this year offensively? Yeah, I think we're going to stick with the explosive plays, you know, but our, our biggest thing is just we got to score. Um, you know, aside from everything else, we killed it in the yardage last year, especially looking back from the year before is, you know, we crushed it as far as yards go per game and um, explosive plays that we had, but we, you know, we just didn't score. We struggled in the red zone, so that's a, that's a big point. You feel like you're further ahead at this point now you have an offseason where you can participate? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would just say uh, the ability to just take a step back and, you know, kind of uh, diagnose your play and, um, you know, your footwork and, you know, maybe hit the weight room a little bit, work on some rehab. I think that's that's huge. That's where all the advantage comes uh, for players that get an off season. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. I feel like we can still take a lot of big strides throughout spring. Can you put on a little weight? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm around 209, 210 right now. Um, hoping I can keep, keep climbing. Um, you know, everyone loses a little bit of weight around season, so I'm hoping I can get up around, you know, 215, 220, whatever it is, whatever I'm comfortable at. Do you feel like you're at 100% because with shoulder, the thumb, are you at 100% right Yeah, now? yeah, I feel really good. Yeah, shoulder, thumb, feeling great. You know, obviously, uh, you know, the shoulder, you can always do more strengthening in the hand. You can always do more strengthening, but, you know, the way I feel the balls coming off my hand is, is you know, better than it was my freshman year. So, When you study your film from last season, what areas do you feel like you got to get better into this season? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things I could have improved in last year. Um, you know, I think a lot of it starts with my feet, my pocket presence. Um, you know, I think overall the ability for all of us to finish a game and, and score in the red zone. And, you know, I think um, a lot of that's just going to come with the connection of the guys, like, you know, being able to have that off season and throwing together and a spring ball together and, you know, lifting together. I think a lot of those are going to click. It's going to have the puzzle pieces getting back together. And so, you know, I really think a lot of that's going to come into play this year. Were the reps distributed today how you expected? Yeah, I mean, it's always, yeah, it's always how spring ball is. Um, you know, spring ball is an opportunity to, you know, see what everyone's got. And so spring ball was huge for me when I first got here as a freshman because I was able to, you know, split reps with some of the other guys. And so, you know, it's the same exact thing this year as it was last year. And everyone's getting reps across the board. And it's pretty much, you know, it's a competition all the way around. Every single position, you know, we got tons of guys that are switching from offense to defense. So every day is a competition of every position. Zach, what was the best part about being out there today with your guys back on the field? Yeah, I think it was just the fact that this is my second to last spring ball. I mean, I look back on my career and I feel like I just got here and I feel like, you know, you got time and you just keep telling yourself you got time. And now it's like, wow, you know, I'm considered an upperclassman now. and um, It's my third rally around. And so uh, you definitely just want to, you know, take advantage of every opportunity and, and you know, pay attention to every single little detail and, and just hang out with the boys and, and just, just try and do something special. And then coming off of that question, what are you most excited for going into the season for your upperclassman yeah. entry? <laughs> yeah, I would just say to, you know, prove everybody wrong. We've kind of, kind of 
team we are. I think a lot of people look at the record and, you know, we didn't change over the last two years. But I think, you know, among the offensive guys, we know how much better we were. And, you know, it's too bad it didn't show on the record because that's what really matters. And so I think, you know, this is one more opportunity for us to really take it to another to another step and just, you know, dial it in and then win some more games and finish some strong games. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, he's a stud. You know, he's a he's an overall around just like great athlete. And you know, I haven't seen him play too much just because we just started. But one of the things that pops to me is just you know his character, his enthusiasm. You know, he's a very um, uplifting dude. You know, even though he's you know kind of at the bottom where he is right now just because he just got here. You know, he's one of those guys that you know he's going to be full supportive of of anything that happens. And so uh, it's good to have someone like that in the weight room that's going to or in the in the quarterback room that's going to push everybody. So he's a he's a great person to have around. That was Zach Wilson and the boss man for the offense, offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. Get his thoughts on the first day of practice. Here's Jeff Grimes. How did, how did the offense look? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to evaluate on a day like today. You know, not a lot of competitive work. But I, I felt like it was a good first a good first day, a good start. I thought the energy level was high. Um, our ex- execution has a long way to go, obviously. But I thought it was a good start. How nice is it that, you know, your top three quarterbacks have meaningful reps from last year and they can kind of – Yeah, that's, that's so valuable. And, you know, not just for our quarterbacks, but really for the first time since I've been here, it's the first time that we're playing with a majority of upperclassmen at – at various positions you know we lost um a few a few key players but most of the guys um who are out here have been around here for a couple of years and that's um it allows us to start at a, at a deeper point and in, in, uh, than we have at any other time since i've been here this offense is finally starting to get some more junior seniors in that group. Is that going to be beneficial, you think, going through this spring practice where they can kind of just self-regulate themselves? Yeah, I, yeah, I, th- I think for sure. I think the culture is a little more established. I think um, we've got more leadership, and and some of those guys, we've asked them to be leaders, maybe even when they were a little bit younger, but, but it's harder. And so, yeah, I think the leadership should be further along, and then our knowledge base should be further. And so I think um, I think from all those standpoints, we should be a step ahead, but only time will tell. Will all of your quarterbacks get even reps in spring? Um, even reps, I think we're starting that way. Whether whether it'll maintain that throughout spring or not would be like would be like any other position where there's competition. It could change. How do you describe that competition? Um, healthy. Open. Healthy. healthy. <laughs> Open. Yeah. That's exactly what Kalani said. What's that? That's exactly what Kalani said. That's good. Maybe I'll keep my job another day. <laughs> we, we saw Neil in street clothes. You know, when he when he can play with the team what does he provide in terms of you know, leadership experience um well he's a, he's a obviously he's got some experience but he's a big body that's a great athlete and, and runs well catches the ball well and um you know i, I think he'll certainly be a, a one of our contributing receivers one of the new guys there in the quarterback room is mason fuckahula signed as an athlete and kind of trended towards sort of a linebacker role what does he bring to the the group and yeah, we'll have to see yeah we'll have to see it'll take a little bit more time before i can answer that what was your biggest takeaway from last season that you plan on kind of harping on at least to starting of spring ball? Uh, great question. So last year we made a lot of improvements in a variety of areas. Um, total offense was up. Our trips to the red zone way up. Um, 
15th in the country and getting to the red zone. However, our red zone touchdown percentage and our points didn't equal our yards. So getting into the end zone once we get to the red zone, um, so our, our, our red zone offense and our, our goal line offense will be a, a much bigger point of emphasis, and we started that today. That's it. Uh, got old. <laughs> Rotator cuff. Ouch. Yeah. Is it an old playing injury? Uh, just, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it is, but sometimes you don't know where it started. It just got old. All right, there you go. That was BYU and Utah football in reverse order. And now we got to talk about the Jazz, don't we? Of course we've got to talk about the Jazz. The Jazz with the big win over Cleveland, as expected. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning. Welcome on in on this Tuesday. Is it March 3rd? Yeah. Good times, man. Weather's supposed to get better at the end of the week. I'll probably have some rain and snow still, but at least we're on the end of it, and it's going to start to get better progressively now. And the Jazz getting progressively better. Two wins in a row. Uh, Easily beating the Cleveland Cavaliers, as we expected. No big surprise there. We thought that they would win, and they did just that. They won easily. Big games from everybody, really. Everybody contributed. When you look at the box score, it's what you put in place for the Jazz to be successful, they've got to do what they did against Cleveland. Now, Cleveland was drastically watered down, right? They didn't have Garland. They didn't have uh, Andre Drummond. They didn't have uh, Thompson, Tristan Thompson. Uh, I mean, I don't even know who they had, really. (laughs) Outside of Sexton, and he played well. He's their young guard that they picked up last year out of Alabama. He's pretty good. Everybody else, uh, Larry Nance Jr., is a ball player, but uh, they just didn't have enough. I mean, they literally didn't have enough. They didn't have enough players, basically, and the Jazz had no problem running away from them. So, like we do each and every game, we give you the Jazz post game, so you get to hear the sounds and comments from those in charge. Here you go, Jake Scott running the show for us with your Jazz post game review. It's your Jazz recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Jazz have now won two consecutive games. They beat the Cavs last night, 126 to 113. They win game one of a four-game road trip. They were led by Boyan Bogdanovich, who had 28 points, seven boards, and six assists. Uh, Rudy Gobert was terrific as well. 20 points, nine rebounds, five block shots for Rudy. Donovan Mitchell with 19 points, nine boards, and uh, four assists. Mike Conley had a nice game, 15 points, six assists, and Jordan Clarkson with 13 coming in off the bench. Let's get you some post-game sound. Let's start with Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. On the glass tonight, what stood out to you about the way you guys won this one? Well, I think we've talked a lot about you know, spacing, playing with the pass, and um, it was good to see us try to get out in transition. And a lot of the, you know, a lot of the passing was for catch and shoot threes, and I thought we did a good job attacking the rim to generate some of that too. You mentioned a couple days ago that you weren't worried about Boyan at all. Um, two consecutive good nights. Uh, what can you say about his performance? I'm not worried about him. <laughs> I mean, I, I really the thing the thing about his performance tonight was. 
first of all, he passed the ball early. Um, I don't know if he had three or four assists in the first quarter. And the other thing is he really worked. I mean, his post defense, you know, there was possessions where he, he fronted love, he got around him, he went to the other side. I mean, he, he really competed um, defensively. So um, those two things, you know, we've talked about you throw yourself into the game and, you know, your shot just comes. It's because he can shoot. Some of the key spots, the defense was similar to to where we what we've all been kind of used to, especially when the Jazz. I mean, when the Cavs went up forty-seven, forty-one. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess th- there's a tendency to kind of speak in superlatives, and then we're not good, and then we're good, and it's what we're used to, and we're not used to, and we just have to stay steady, you know. And, and to your point, um, there were some really good possessions, and then. You know, we had some letdowns, and you know those are what you're just trying to shrink those and shrink those. And you know, our guys know it's important, and the question is going out and executing. And obviously, if you don't do that a couple games in a row, it shows up on the scoreboard, um, and that's you know even more incentive. But I, I think the main thing is our focus has to be on those things, um, and that that's we need everybody guarding and running back. And I thought our defensive rebounding tonight was really good. Aside from that spot in the first quarter where you guys were missing a few open looks, turning over a little bit, and then mm. that dry spell early in the second, it seemed like the offense was really kind of functioning at a level more efficiently than we've, than we've seen in a while. How did you feel about uh, the overall performance there? Um, I, I, you know, we played together. You know, I, I thought we did a better job of handling um, the switching, especially with Joe and Boyan in the five. Um, so, you know, it, we'll go back and it's hard to analyze every three minute stretch. Um, like I said, there was, there was good waves. I thought, you know, their bench played much better in the second half. Um, and we struggled a little bit in the first half and, uh, you know, but there's going to be runs and I think that just like there's going to be games and there's going to be quarters and it's how you respond to it. So I was happy with, you know, offensively the way that we were really committed to moving the ball. Donovan, I think, didn't score until you know, the last two, three minutes of the first half. Mm-hmm. But moving the ball, finding Mike on a couple of three points. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about his impact when, even when he's not scoring? Yeah. Well, I mean, all of us. If you know, I know you may get tired of hearing it, but if we can defend, the, those things happen, and we've got an unselfish team. You know, and guys are looking for each other. Um, Mike's getting some shots off the ball too, as he gets more comfortable, and guys can look for him. And so everybody's kind of finding what they do within the flow of the game, and. Uh, you know, that's what we want to gravitate to. I think when we're playing well, um, that's who we are. Would it be fair to kind of categorize this as it seemed like each individual player was kind of returning to what they do best, and there's still some lapses mm-hmm. when it's like and connected togetherness maybe on the defensive end, but it's yeah. progressing in that way. Well, yeah, I guess every time we kind of talk about having arrived in some way, and I just don't think that's hopefully never the case because that means we have a chance to to continue to get better. But we definitely, <clears throat> you could feel um, a flow to the game and a connectivity, and I think that um, that ability to play off each other is something that you have to focus on as well. And so when we have, you know, there's good ISO situations, and then there's other ones that aren't so good, and some of it depends on who you're going against. Some of it depends on spacing. Some of it depends on the shot clock. And 
you know, I, th I think there was a collective awareness about some of the things we wanted to do, and we really helped each other, and that's the main thing. You just if you can do something for somebody else, it usually turns out pretty good. That was Quinn Snyder after his team beat the Cavs, 126 to 113. Let's now take you into the locker room. Let's start things off with Donovan Mitchell. To get uh, into the paint, and we've got a lot of open looks out of that. Somebody who was moving the ball really well tonight, obviously yourself, but also, I mean, collectively you guys were a bit bogey with six early assists. Yeah, he was just making the right plays, you know, and uh, I think that's that's the biggest thing, you know, him just continuing to be aggressive, and that's not always score. Uh, for him, we just want to continue to be aggressive, you know, not not really overthink it, and tonight was with the pass. You know, some games it's, it's scoring, but tonight he did a good job of, bo of both. You, know, you told me before that it's all about perspective and just one game at a time at this point on the road, but what do you like about what you guys did tonight, both offensively and defensively? We were just came together you know we got stops we pushed the ball and pushed the pace you know we rebounded um, I think we have four guys like seven nine seven like in the rebound category um, so just continue like I said to find ways to improve but you know at the end of the day we got a, another game on Wednesday you know this is a good win but we got a, we got a we got a lot of work to do um, and I don't mean that in a negative way we just got some work to do to continue to build and get to where we want at the same time, what does it say about this team? You can go scoreless until just right before halftime, and this team is still competitive. Yeah, we're, we're persistent. That's the biggest thing, just persevere and just find ways to continue to, to grind. You know, I think you know they got hot early, You know, and they were hot throughout the game, and they had stretches where they were pushing pushing back, and we just continued to, to stay with and stay the course, and that just shows who we are as a team. Yeah, for sure, uh, for sure, I think so. But then they, they had 113 points, and in the last game they had 118. Uh, so like I said, we still work with them. You know, obviously, obviously, um, you know, we're we're happy with the wins. But I think for us to to really get over that hump, we really want to be. I think we got to be able to hold teams, you know, a little bit lower than that, and also be able to take care of the ball. I think I had four turnovers. We kind of turned the ball over a little bit, a little careless. So, you know, that's really where our, our head is at. You know, we'll take the win for sure, but we got things we can do for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a big, big step. You know, keep moving forward, and that just shows a lot of obviously what we've been through the past few games. That shows who we are as a team, and we're gonna fight for each other and sacrifice for each other. There was Donovan Mitchell, 19 points, 9 boards, 4 assists. Still talking about defense, as was uh, Coach Quinn Snyder, as usual. Let's move on now. Let's uh, uh, let you hear from Rudy Gobert. Ball and just your offensive production. It was great. You know, uh, that's, that's jazz basketball. That's the way we, we want to play. And uh, when we're able to do that for 48 minutes, it's very hard to go. I know it's been Joe's impersonation right now is amazing. <laughs> it's been a tough stretch, you know, with highs and lows, never too high, never too lows. But what allowed you guys to get back into playing that jazz way tonight? I think our defense is the key. Playing defense, the way we can play defense and keep keep getting better defensively. Offensively, we, we have a lot of weapons and we just have to share it. When we do that, you know, we, we're a very good team. Bogey's been taking a lot of this stretch personally, but how good was it to see him even coming back and on the defensive rebounds and closing it out? It's huge. It's huge. And when we all do the 
the little things that are going to help the team win, we we go from here to here. And if you want to win, we got to be from here to here. So we got to keep working, keep getting better as a team, and, uh, individually and collectively, keep doing the little things for, for each other that's going to help us take the next step. Yeah, Donovan was saying you guys got to continue to get better, and there's things to work on as you guys approach the next game. What in particular do you need to work on collectively? I think there's some situations when we don't communicate well enough, some situations where maybe we 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 lose our focus and we don't run back. You know, we, we didn't have a lot of them tonight, but we had a few that, that hurt us and that allowed them to stay in the game. So we have to clean this up and we're going to watch film and, and see what we can do better. There's Rudy Gobert, 20 points, 9 boards, 5 block shots. Monster, monster game for Rudy. All right, let's wrap things up with Mike Conley. Uh, I think, you know, guys just, you know, being forceful with the ball, getting into the paint, not looking just to score, but to make plays for each other and uh, all season long, when we do it, it's contagious and uh, it's, it's just fun to you know be out there when we're playing like that. So, um, guys just started rolling from the beginning, and uh, you know it was a fun night. Look at like Bogey, what he did tonight. You know, I know he said he wants to put a lot of this on his back and, and put the pressure on his shoulders, but just to see him come out and be able to kind of get it done on all ends of the floor, even on the glass tonight. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. I think uh, even bigger, you know, defensively, um, Kevin Love and the position he had to play tonight and um, the coverages he had to call that he wasn't you know, necessarily familiar with. He did a great job with and. Um, I think it just led to his offensive, you know, output. You know, the way he played defensively just, you know, got him going. And talking to Don, he said there's, you know, still a few things you guys need to work on. The, obviously, you could point to a few of the runs that the Cats made tonight. What do you think those two things are that maybe you still need to tighten up on right now? Well, I still think transition defense is key, is key for us. Um, I think that that is something that you can take away the easy baskets and, and, and get them in, you know, any team in a half court situation. Um, you know, we'll bet on our defense all day. You know, with the guys we have on this team, so if we can just you know get them get them slowed down, and uh, and closing out, out possessions, uh, you know defensively, defensively rebounding and boxing out. That was Mike Conley, 15 points, six assists. The Jazz beat the Cavs 126 to 113. Next up tomorrow night, the Jazz in New York to take on the Knicks. That game will tip off at five o'clock. Pre-game coverage will begin at four. Coming up next, PK will continue to break this one down on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. There you go, Jazz, big game, big win. Now, man, they have got the Knicks on Wednesday. I thought it was going to be a piece of cake, a cakewalk, whatever you want to say. And what did the Knicks do? Last night, they beat the Rockets. Can you believe that? The nemesis of the Jazz, the Rockets, the lowly Knicks beat them. And Harden and Westbrook played. When I saw the score as I was watching the Jazz game, I thought, oh, my gosh, I have got to get to the box score to see what's going on there thinking one of those two, if not both of them were out. But no, both of them played. So we will get to that. Coming up next in What's Trending, stay with us, 7 o'clock hour on the way. Dave Rose is going to be in studio for two hours, joining us at 8 o'clock. So we appreciate Dave coming up, and we're looking forward to that, and we're looking forward to having you join us. Stay with us, 97.5, 1280, The Zone.